0: Hi, this is Dr. Tom Rogers at Performance Medicine, coming to you with a weekly podcast, going to talk about something very interesting today that doctors hate to see come in their office. They almost cringe when they see a patient that tells them they have this disease. I've done it for many years myself, but it's, my new research is all based on this book I just finished a few months ago. It's called Chronic It's by Stephen Phillips, uh, M.D. He's a prominent Yale epidemiologist who's fairly famous worldwide. His book has become quite a sensation um, among people in my field. Um, as a matter of fact, Dr. Sanjay Gupta writes, this book shines an alarming light on emerging effect- infections that cause chronic illnesses. Brimming with bulletproof science, chronic is an insightful clarion call for more attention to this plague of the 21st century. And what, what is this plague? It's called Lyme disease. It's a viral vector disease. Um, matter of fact not a viral vector I'm so used to calling COVID a viral disease it's not a viral disease it's a bacterial disease and vector just means that it's transmitted by something else Um, in this case usually a deer tick so um, and it's a bacteria here's something that um, I will tell you that we treat a lot of autoimmune diseases in my office. And it seems like like diseases like thyroiditis, rheumatoid arthritis, Lyme disease. Diseases that you think that is mostly treated by a neurologist, a rheumatologist, and, and specialties like that, and truly it is. But um, a lot of times when we term something an autoimmune disease even like psoriasis or eczema um, is is it really an autoimmune disease or is it the body fighting itself or is it really fighting an infection you know back in the old days when we would find a bacteria that would cause an infection when they found out about penicillin and antibiotics you know it's pretty simple to treat nowadays we have all these autoimmune diseases that, you know, we, we, the pharmaceutical companies are coming up with ways to treat it like um, Humira and all these very expensive type medicines, even medicines like methotrexate to treat rheumatoid arthritis. You know, methotrexate can be a dangerous drug. It can be carcinogenic. But, and I'm not downing these drugs because in a lot of cases they really help the symptoms. But what we're really doing when we treat, with these kind of medicines, and we treat most autoimmune diseases, we're really just treating the symptoms. We're not really getting to the cause of that chronic condition. And one of the, one of the most feared things that <laughs> walks into your office as a family doc or any doctor is a patient that will tell you, I'm suffering from chronic Lyme disease. And that, you just, your heart just sinks because you're thinking, there's no way I can help this patient or um, this patient's kind of crazy because it turns out that a lot of these chronic illnesses like fibromyalgia, which is a term we use when we don't know what the heck it is, chronic fatigue syndrome. Now, some of them we've been able to put a label on, like rheumatoid arthritis, Sjogren's, lupus, um, even, even diseases, fatal diseases like ALS uh, could be caused by Lyme in some cases. Most of ALS patients have Lyme in their bodies. Uh, one well noted disease, MS, multiple sclerosis, um, most of those patients have Lyme in their bodies. Um, it's very hard to detect, and this guy, <laughs> Dr. Phillips' story is just amazing in itself because he himself, who was a, a Yale-trained uh, internist, physician, an epidemiologist, had Lyme disease, and he went for years not knowing what in the heck was wrong with him. As a matter of fact, he saw, I think, 20 uh, Ivy League-trained rheumatologists uh, who could not tell him what was wrong with him he had to figure it out for himself it's in fact he was he was bedridden or in a wheelchair for two years and now he's normal but it turns out the reason physicians like me and most of them don't want to see it is because we're the testing's not real good for it and the treatment's not real good for it either um i've known for a long time and i've done i've done this on patients myself, when they've come in with um, arthritis or some weird autoimmune disease, sometimes I'll put them on just empirically. That means without a solid reason to do it, which you th- except that you think it may help. I'll put them on a month of doxycycline. Um, I was taught this trick years ago uh, when I did fellowship in integrated medicine because it works in a lot of cases i mean you get a weird case of arthritis or chronic fatigue syndrome or swelling or even stuff like brain fog you treat them with a month of doxycycline and a lot of times about half the time they get better and so what you're treating really is an infection and that's something that's he brings out in this book that I hope kind of revolutionizes the treatment of Lyme disease and cousins of Lyme disease um, because it's, it's just a bad, bad disease that can chronically disable you. I know many patients that have Lyme, they've been all over the country spending multiple thousands of dollars trying to get rid of this thing. and seems like they never really improve a whole lot Um, but of course people think of Lyme disease as being caused by a deer tick and it is which is a tick that's so small it's hard to see in about 90 percent of the cases the patient doesn't even know they had a tick bite and then you think about the target rash um, that you're gonna get with Lyme disease after you get bit by the tick. It turns out in about 90% of the cases, they never had this target lesion, which has a red circle with a clear uh, zone on the inside. So 90% of the time, they have no rash, and, or they ignored, it, or they didn't even notice it, or they didn't even know they had been bitten by a tick. I mean, if you, if you have that and you get to treat it early, you know, it's fairly easy to treat you put them on tetracycline or doxycycline and you're right at first you can really get rid of it. But most of the people that have this don't know they have it until they either read about it or get on forums or the doctor just happens to think about it maybe. Um, but I suspect that a lot of these autoimmune diseases are really infectious diseases. And that's kind of a just like a, a wake up call to a lot of doctors and patients as well. Um, because we've known for a long time that when you do find a case of Lyme disease, it requires a long, long treatment course of antibiotics, and and a lot of doctors use IV antibiotics on this. This guy, who's obviously an expert in treating this, he's treated over 20,000 people with this, including himself when he first diagnosed himself. He doesn't like to use IV antibiotics. And I'll talk about the treatment in a minute. But, um, but anyway, it turns out, too, that Lyme disease, he calls it Lyme Plus because it's really a family of diseases that are very closely related. So it may not be Lyme. It may be a disease called Bartonella, which is even worse than Lyme disease, very similar to Lyme disease. It could be Babesia, Bruce, Brucella even mycoplasm, Bartonella, which is a cousin to uh, Lyme, um, it, which is Borrelia burgdorphi, That's what Lyme disease is. Bartonella can even be spread by fleas and lice and spiders, ants, and it can be really, really bad. It, it can even be transmitted by sex or even in utero to the fetus. That's a scary thing right there. Um, so, you know, it can get bad. But it turns out that thir- about 39% of Lyme or that Lyme family becomes chronic. So that's a lot. That's almost 40%. Why some people suffer with it and other people's get over it, it may have to do with your immune system. I'm sure it does. Um, but... It turns out one month of doxycycline has about a zero percent cure rate once it becomes chronic on you. So that's not that's not real good. And the testing is about ninety percent inaccurate. You know, there's several different types of tests you can do for this, um, and it's something I'm looking into with in my own lab. I, I'm actually running more of the the Western blot, the ELISA test. If it's native, which it is most of the time they don't run the western blot which is a lot more accurate and that's the one that has a bunch of different bands and um you have to count the number of bands that are positive to get a definitive diagnosis so um so the testing is very inaccurate that's why a lot of people i'll just go ahead and start treating them and see if they have a response and then pursue the uh, longer course of treatment which um is really pulsed antibiotics uh what by that i mean you're you're talking about six months of treatment starting with three months of either doxycycline or tetracycline tetracycline is a little harder on your pancreas so you do have to do a lab test on that as well as your liver if, if you have to take chronic but it's odd that you know we'll treat uh chronic uh, rosacea or even acne with you know years of um, tetracyclines doxycyclines medicine but a lot of doctors are hesitant to prescribe it for a chronic condition that can be disabling like Lyme disease um, that's what happened to Dr. Stevens when or Dr Phillips Stephen Phillips is that he went he he went in to beg for treatment for this and they wouldn't do it when as a child, he'd been treated for rosacea with doxycycline for over a year. So it's just ironic. But um, it's, it's very hard to test for, it's very hard to treat. Um, there's a lot of other things that you can treat it with. Um, but the pulsed antibiotics are the mainstay of the treatment. I've already tried this on a few patients. Uh, and then there's a lot of over-the-counter medicines that we use as well, like olive oragano. Um, NR, nicotinamide riboside uh, curcumin, I use that a lot Um, (laughs) low dose naltrexone which is something I use for a lot of um, chronic pain, uh, sometimes even CBD Um, even medicines like, uh, prescription medicines like fluconazole, uh, we use that quite some time, I've used that trick before empirically when I wasn't sure what I was treating, a lot of times they do get better. Um, But you can have other diseases that make this harder to treat like if you have uh, a parasite infection uh, which suppresses your immune system and makes it harder to treat. Or if you are on one of these heavy hitters um, like methotrexate, Humira, a lot of these autoimmune drugs that we use, it further suppresses your immune system it makes it that much harder to cure, um, so it's a really, really difficult thing. Um, and you know, I found out in medicine, I read a good statement the other day, because doctors are very hard to turn around and and realize when when something's you know new, you know, you kind of breaks a barrier type thing. And for example, when we found out that. Um, that stomach ulcers were not caused by acid in the most cases, they were caused by a bacteria, an infection. You know, the, the Australian doctors that discovered it were I actually, I think, kicked off their medical boards and when they even brought it up, but later it turns out they won the Nobel Prize for figuring it out. Um, so there's a statement, in medicine, arrogance goes hand in hand with ignorance. And I thought that was a very good statement. So you can't be too arrogant in medicine, and I find a lot of doctors are. They're unwilling to open their eyes about something that may be kind of new. Um, they're so entrenched in the way they've practiced in the past that they not want to open their minds to something that may be a little bit different. Like viewing Lyme disease as maybe the cause of some of these autoimmune diseases that we've been treating for years. Um, and treating symptoms instead of actually treating the the cause of the problem, which is infection. So, um, you know, I assume, I hope this book gets around a lot of the the medical doctors that treat a lot of these chronic diseases, especially rheumatologists, and we can maybe help some of these people that have uh, these chronic diseases. That in fact, maybe in that Lyme family. Uh, of infectious diseases um so if anybody has this condition or one of these family of conditions i encourage you to get this book off of amazon it's called chronic it's written by dr stephen phillips md um i certainly found it to be just a fascinating read one of the best books i've read in years um opened my eyes a lot so uh, i hope this helps you for those people that are listening um I hope to see you next week.